is the best podcast on the planet. So uh, this episode of the podcast is a special request by Holly. Uh, For weeks, Dale and I, who clearly have the better discretion about show topics, uh, have said, no, we're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to do that. People are tired of it. But Holly, (laughs) Holly has insisted. Holly has said, "If if we don't talk politics on this episode... She said she would never, ever do another show with us again. And she so said she was going to walk. She that's right. Walk. No. And so those were not my words. So it's, no, inaccurate, false, fake mm-hmm. news. No, I, yes. I, I'm pretty sure that's what you said. That's that's the way it is. So, yes, uh, we are going to talk a little bit of politics. And I, I don't know if you've heard about the, what's going on right now, but oddly enough, today is Super Tuesday. And it has actually three meanings. One, uh, Taco Tuesday. You got to oh, love Taco good. Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. Two, it's Ralph's birthday, which is mm-hmm. Holly's husband. So mm-hmm. happy birthday, Ralph. How old is he, by the way? Um, <laughs> 34. Yeah. 34. Oh, my gosh. I had to think about it. Okay. I think once we both hit 30, I stopped keeping track. I was like, we're somewhere I, in our 30s. I can't even believe you guys are 30. I know. Because, me neither. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. So I yeah, I, I can't believe it. Either. Actually, if you asked me the same question, I would have have to, you know, think of the math too. So we anyway. did ask you that question. Yeah. The maths. The maths. So the other thing that today is, oddly enough, I know this is going to come as a complete surprise to most of the audience. It's election day here in the United States. That means uh, everybody should go out and vote. And depending on when you're watching this, hopefully you already have. Um, But here's a nice thing. We are not going to get into my candidate's right and your candidate's a ball of sock. Not doing that. That's, That's not what we're talking about because I think we've had enough of that. Anybody yeah, I think had, I think those exact words have been perpetuated on the internet. Sounds that sounds right. So mm-hmm. oh, anyway, everybody candidate. knows Kanye's common sense. So uh, <laughs> there's no sense even you know. My my <laughs> candidate is is perfect. Your candidate is rotten to the core. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> mm-hmm. No. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, it really doesn't matter to me who you voted for. Now, sure, uh, I would love for you to have voted for my candidate. You know, of course. Um, but the important thing is, regardless of who you voted for, is that you vote. Um, the, the ability to vote, and I don't want to get all maudlin, right? But the ability for us to be involved in government, literally involved in government by voting, is a true blessing. It is a rarity on this planet and <clears throat> something we should value much more than I think a lot of us do. So now, I don't care who you voted. I just care that, A, you voted. B, you voted legally, and C, <laughs> vote with your heart. Vote, vote what you think is best for the country. And um, vote once. You don't hmm? need to vote twice. Vote once. Just don't once. Cheat. Yeah. Don't, don't test the system. We don't need to test yeah. the system. No, that's, just, that's not just necessary. Just do it once. It's fine. We have a hard enough time getting people to vote as it is. Just, just vote. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what the, the important thing is. As a matter of fact, I, I'm not tooting my own horn, but here's how, here's how my political <laughs> views have changed, right? Or my attitude toward candidates. While I was walking my dog today, 
I noticed that in my neighbor's yard, his sign for the candidate I am not voting for had fallen over. Now, a few years ago, I would have convinced my dog to take a poop right there on that sign. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> yeah. You know what I did? Picked you up took a sign. poop on it. Oh, I mean. I <laughs> He's not wrong. <Ralph. laughs> no, I picked up his sign and put it back in the yard where it was upright and showing, you know, showing. Really? Yeah, I really I did that. In, are you, are you, oh you really gosh. did that? Yeah, I, I swear. I really, I actually did that. I am and like literally surprised and Applause, applause. Yeah. I wouldn't have touched it. I wouldn't have touched it at all. Mm -hmm. It's not going to burn you. <laughs> no, but like if, if they come out and see you like mess with their son, they'd be like, what are you what are doing? You? That's against the law. Now, nah, I'd, I'd, I'd be very happy to say your sign fell over, so I was putting it back. Oh, okay. And then if they gave me a bunch of trouble, I'd kick it over, then poop on it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're only nice. It's, it's, you're no, conditionally no, nice. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the point is... Um, I guess what I wanted to talk about is in our political environment, there's been so much, um, so much just hatred that has been spread on both sides so much. Um, and I've made the mistake uh, a handful of times of going on Twitter. Mm, no, it's just, Don't do that. Don't do that. yeah, Twitter is nasty. It's the most nasty, vile people ever <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. It is. There's a lot. There's just a lot of political yelling. There's a lot of things that are being said on both sides, on both sides, that just aren't true. And it's it, it's it's like uh, one person says one thing, and then another person hears it and adds a little to it, and then the next thing you know, well, your candidate stomps puppies in his spare time. It's very exaggerated. And it's like none of that is true. Now it's just like the game of telephone, like. You know, yeah, exactly. Social media version. Here, here's the thing. If you have a favorite celebrity, do not follow them on Twitter because you're going to be very disappointed on their, not only their views, but just their life outlook in general. It's very, right. it, it really, I hate it. I, I wish yeah. I wouldn't have ever added them on there. But you know. One of the things that stuck out to me is somebody said, um, stop, stop with the political propaganda um, because you're just trying um, you're just trying to influence me and, and make me vote your way. Okay, well, there is a lot of that. Okay, there's a lot of ads that try and make each candidate seem like they are the knight in shining armor and that if you vote for the other guy, then, then you know, there's going to be death in the streets and crime is going to run rampant. <clears throat> but the other thing that I, I uh, saw was that somebody, somebody was saying, I'm not going to vote because I'm not going to impose my will on other people. And I thought, oh, but they're not going to vote at all because of that. Right. And I thought, wait, well, hold, hold, hold on. You're not imposing your will, no. right? Just because I go and vote for that particular candidate. Uh, I'm not imposing my will on anyone. I'm, I'm voting because I think that particular person or team or group of people uh, will represent in government how I feel. Mm -hmm. um, and so therefore, you do the same thing. You know, yeah. if, if you think that there should be free-flowing hot chocolate in, in every mm -hmm. household, Ooh, um, and there's idea. a candidate that's <laughs> promising that, then vote for that person. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, you know. Can I get my vote back? <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> that's kind of what I wanted to jump in is is – 
Um, it's important to vote and don't let somebody talk you out of it or don't feel bad about voting in any, you know, city elections and local, wherever you live and so forth. Don't think you're imposing your will on anybody. You're, you're voting because you're wanting to participate in how the country is run, which is very, very important. And you're letting your voice be heard. Like that's a big thing right now. Like you don't want people to be silenced. You want to be able to be heard. And yeah, that's important. So very important. Do yeah, it. it's, it's, it's critical. Yep. So the other thing is, and this is the meat of what I wanted to get into, there is the idealism of both, okay, the two main political camps. There's idealistic way it should be done. Uh, on the conservative side is the founding fathers were awesome and pure and wholesome and and prayed to God every spare minute and everything they did was divinely inspired. And if they happened to walk across a puddle, they didn't sink in. They just walked right across the top of it. Wow. That's not the reality of the situation. Um, On the left, the ideology is that Uh, corporations and profit is evil. And I know I'm paraphrasing and I apologize that uh, if you're wealthy, you don't deserve to be wealthy, that your, your funds should be stripped from you so that those that are without can have. Uh, That's one policy. And that everyone in government on the left side is compassionate and caring and only care about the benefit of the downtrodden. That's not true either. None of those ideals, none of those idealistic viewpoints of either camp are correct and accurate because there is a real problem with taking the idealistic idea, right? The ideal and creating a practical real application of that. And it's because we are a nation of how many people are we? We have 370 million people. Something like that. Lost count. Lost count. Yeah. Yeah. I quit count. It's like, it's like Holly. I quit counting after 300 million. But 300 million plus. Yeah, exactly. But there's so many of us and we're all different. We have all different ideals. If you were ask a group of a hundred people, all right, here is a problem. Here is a, a one problem we have a hundred people in the room, everybody come together and let's create one solution where everybody agrees that that's the right solution. Not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen because there's so many different viewpoints, so many different things, and there's so many different hearts desires. So I guess what I'm saying is what I'd really like to see is a political process where we stop thinking about our self-interest, stop thinking about, well, we've got to crush that person or, dis- or besmirch that person's uh, reputation so that our party can be the dominant party in, in office, that we can be the one in control. It's not getting us anywhere. Yeah. But uh, now these days we found out you know, uh, that, I mean, we've always known there was corruption in, in politics, but now we know there's more like, uh, instead of just uh, two sides, now there's three. The, the po- corrupt politicians want what they're, they're aiming to do, mm-hmm. then we want our way, and then our, whoever's on opposite of you want their way too. So, but I mean. You know what, I think there's actually more than, I think that 
every issue in politics, in the way our government is run, uh, and I'm speaking nationally, um, it's multifaceted. I do believe that there are people in government right now that their heart's desire is to do the absolute best for the country. I really do. Um, however, I think after an individual has been in that environment for 10 years, then their ability to be objective, their ability to say, no, we're going to stand for what's right and not compromise. I think that becomes weakened. I think after about 10 years, you just, well, you, <clears throat> what's that? Whole, yeah. Go ahead, ahead. Go ahead, Holly. Oh, I was going to say, well, you remember, uh, I'm not going to name the congressman we used to have on our show. And um, he was a, a, a freshman congressman. He went in there and he was going you know, he wanted to do the right things and ch make a change and everything. And they basically told him he's going to go by the, the old, old, uh, old school way, or he's not getting anything done. Remember right. that, Seth? Yeah, well, I do. I do remember that. Uh, and he's not the only one. When I worked in Wisconsin and did political talk radio there, I interviewed several congressmen and senators. Um, I had the pleasure of attending Barack Obama's last State of the Union address. I was there. I'm sorry. I'm what? Sorry. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. No, that's and, so cool, um, regardless. Like, that's a oh, big thing. It was very thing. cool. It was you a know? wonderful yeah. experience. And um, during the three days that I was there, I got to interview, I don't know, uh, several Democrat and Republican congressmen and senators. And it was interesting because there were so many different viewpoints, but many of them had the same opinion of Donald Trump. We don't want him here because he doesn't play the game. He doesn't understand how things are done. And it spoke volumes to me because it's like, you know, <laughs> that's why he's as popular as he is, because he's not coming in as a politician. He's coming in as a businessman, a CEO. You know, whether you like him or you don't like him, he was not a politician. And that's one of the things that had so much appeal about him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but getting back to what I was, what I was going after is, um, we have so much that needs to be addressed. Um, but there's so many facets to every situation. There are people in government that I think are trying to do the best for our nation. There are others that have been there so long that I think that only they are concerned with, they put up the front, oh, we're concerned about this issue. We're concerned about that issue for the American people. But what they're really concerned about is their party winning the next election and their party in being themselves. in control. Yeah. Yeah. And lining their <laughs> pockets. <laughs> At times, yes, there has yeah. been, um, <clears throat> there's been a lot of corruption in government on both sides. The Democrats, the Republicans, independents, uh, even um, that happens when you have the access to power and you have a lot of people around saying, oh, you're great, you're awesome, whatever you want. It goes to your head and there's the opportunity for corruption. And it's also because of our nature. Mm -hmm. We're greedy people. We like power. Once you get your hands on it, mmm. It's good. Yeah. And as much as people it. say, oh, that's not me. That's not me. It's like, no, <laughs> come on. Like, you know, it's true. Yeah. You wade in that cesspool long enough, you get mm -hmm. dirty. 
Well, yeah, and that too, like even if you're trying to get things done, sometimes, you know, you've seen the shows and the movies and stuff, you end up having to kind of play the game or get involved in the cesspool anyway just to get something else done. And it's like, I didn't want to get my hands dirty. I just wanted to do the right thing, but I still had Mm -hmm. to end up doing it this way. And And that's that's kind of the point is that we had this idealistic view of, well, the politicians should go there and stand up for this and not waver. Both sides are doing that. Yeah. The problem is you don't get anything done. There is from the very beginning, there has been a case of, well, you know, if you do this for me, I'll do this for you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll help. And and then (laughs) nobody gets exactly what they want, but it moves the ball forward. One of the congressmen I talked to said, look, it's not about winning. It's about moving the ball forward a little bit at a time. We move up three yards, we give one back. That's what it's all about. I heard somebody. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Holly. Go ahead. You're using, I was just going to say you're using a sports analogy, and I'm surprised, but <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say I heard a guy uh, talk, explain it like this. It's like, it's like wrestling. They're, bu- they're all buddies backstage and stuff, and then when they get out, they, you know, act like they're for different points and then mm-hmm. later that night they go and have a steak dinner and, and yeah. beer and wine together you know so, and I, well, I believe that too that's yeah. lawyers that's in the courtroom <laughs> you know well but, but I'm sure politicians can be that way too oh yeah you know? <clears throat> and that's and oh, yeah. that's where those backroom deals come and and honestly that may be where some things actually get done I mean it does you, you've seen that on Hamilton and you know but it's yeah. actually true you know those things happen and yeah you're right. You have to give a little bit to get things done. Otherwise it's just, you know, they're yeah. just going to butt heads the whole time. So and that's the thing is that we have to realize that first of all, uh, the people that are running for office, your guy is not perfect. And the other guy is not Satan incarnate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, none, no one is perfect and no one is rotten to the core. Well, <clears throat> I may be being a little too generous, but um, every every individual that comes up there has good points and bad points. Um, it is important to look at the opposition, the person you don't want to be in office, and look at what have they done that's good. What have they done? You need to look at what they've done, their career record, their stance. What is it that you like? And then do the same for your candidate. Then be honest about looking at your candidate and go, what have you done? I'm not happy about. Yeah. The same with the other guy. And then if you have to, just make a list, okay? Because there are times and there will be times when the person that stands closest to what you want to see done in the country may not have the same designation that you're expecting. Or political party or whatever. Exactly. You may find as a Republican that that Democrat candidate is actually doing what you want to have done. Mm -hmm. The same for the other way around. The Democrat, you may go, wait a minute, this is what I want for the country. And that Republican is actually saying that that's what he's going to do. One last thing. Okay. This came from a very unusual source. But we interviewed Think, was Ted it Nugent. National I don't know. Hmm? Was it the National Enquirer? No. No, it's okay. Ted Nugent. Okay. okay. 
Ted Nugent. <laughs> we interviewed Ted Nugent on the show, I don't know, two or three times. And he had come out with a book called Ted White and Blue. Interesting read. Okay. And one of the, probably one of the best political things ever came out of his mouth. He said, after today, after the day we vote the candidates in, our job is not done. Our job now is to make sure, and I will change his verbiage, he said, our job is to make sure that that individual actually does what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And that's an ongoing job. And so there it is. That's the, that's the whole political thing I wanted to talk about today. You can't hold on to the ideal of your party because it's not realistic. We're not going to go in there... <clears throat> in a pure conservative manner and set everything straight and fiscal this and, and, and conservative that and, and just rough, run roughshod over the competition. Not going to happen. The Democrat, the liberal side, we are not going to be able to go in and make sure that everybody has free college and free hot chocolate and free health care and just, you know, everybody has everything free and we all do our share and we all pay for it. That's never going to happen. Mm. There's compromise and there's the realism of the plan. It's, it's got to be, you got to look at it from an intelligent, realistic viewpoint. And so that's basically what I was going to say. They're not all evil and they're not all wonderful, uh, perfect individuals either. There's a lot mm-hmm. of on both sides. So there it is. That's, uh, that's it. That's all the political rant I wanted to do. It's not about, yeah. you know, and, my guy is great. Yeah, you know. and, and you know what? Be kind to people, you know, depending, you know, today being election day, whomever wins, whether it's yeah. the candidate you vote. And remember, we're not just voting on one thing, by the way. All the other things well, on the ballot are important, too. So wherever you're at. So be mindful that those, you know, actually do your research. I'm just saying. Yeah. But no matter who wins on on every point, it doesn't matter. Still be kind to people. And I just... I just want people to be kind and safe because don't go crazy. Okay. Calm down. So, okay. Let's, let's go off on a tangent a little bit. What if you, you setting out for the day and you're like, okay, I'm not going to be upset. I'm not, I'm my candidate. If, if the, my candidate doesn't win, I'm not going to throw things. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to cuss. I'm not going to kick the neighbor's dog. I'm, I'm going to be okay with it. And yet, as you're watching the poll reporting, you feel that, and the next thing you know, you're all pissed off. What do you do in that situation? Turn the TV you, you off. Intend, you intend to be good. You intend to be kind to people. But the next thing you know, you're pissed off. What do you do? I mean, I think it depends on the person, but it's whatever you can do to calm yourself down. I mean, yeah. for me, it's like, I'm not going to watch it because that's just stressful to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll watch it, you know, once it's done and over with me a few days later or whatever, you know, I just, mm. but I'm going to be honest. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, that's it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm going to be honest. I was very upset. They passed the, uh, the one president we have that did the eight years, the last one, I won't have to name names or nothing, but the second time he's voted in, I mean, it's not. It's not like somebody that lost a football game. You're. You have more at stake than just, you know, your favorite person losing. I mean, it could be mean more taxes for you. It could mean right. Uh, your loss of rights and stuff. So I think. I think once you you don't get over it, you just get through it. So you just, once you get through the initial shock, then you can start being nice to people and you know and right. get back to normal. 
you know. So well, let that initial a- shock be done in your own home, is what I'm saying. And not, oh, yeah, I didn't go out don't take it out on other people, and don't get on the internet. People in, in the grocery store in my car or nothing. Uh, I mean, or just yeah. on the internet too. I'm just saying, calm down. Yeah. Like it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a an individual I spoke to that said uh, at the end of. Uh, the uh, the the last election when Trump won over Hillary, I do not know the the validity of this. The person that told me this was in government um, and lives there and is a you know said that uh, when the news came out that Trump had won, Hillary got so angry and so drunk. Drunk, that she that could not do her concession speech. <laughs> I, I mean, was I she in the comfort of her true. own home? I'm just saying, like, everybody <laughs> needs to process these things differently. <laughs> you know, I'm but I'm not talking just politics for today. I'm talking about if, if you find yourself getting wound up and upset at just life in general, what can you do to say, all right, hold on. I'm behaving in a way, or I'm about to behave in a way, I really don't want to. You know, I believe in treating other people the way I want to be treated. That's how I, that's my heart. But I find myself being a jerk sometimes. When you're starting to spool up, what is something you can do to kind of say, all right, hold on, hold on. Don't want to be this way. What, what, what can we do? Yoga. <laughs> sure. Meditation. Yoga, no, I'm not. I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying, you know, if you're like, yeah, yeah, that's you opening, whatever, you know, no, I'm not advocating that. I'm just saying whatever. <laughs> maybe maybe it's um, if this is airing in the middle of the day on election day, how about think about it now before you know the results and say, hey, this is going to be my coping mechanism. While I am of, you know, good sort of mind state right now, let me think and let me prep for whatever that may be. Um, yeah, that's actually a very good point. Yeah. If you know that there's going to be an opportunity uh, for things to go sideways, prepare for it, think about it ahead of time, you recognize it, and then you're in control, not the situation controlling you. That's yeah, and point. you can just divert to that. You know, if you're a runner and you know that that'll make you feel good, you know, keep your shoes by the door, whatever. Be, I don't know. I'm not. But running? Some people are like that. I don't know. What? <laughs> if you like to eat or if you like to, you know, that, there you go. You know, have something prepped or have DoorDash ready to go or whatever. Door- I don't know. <laughs> I've got them on speed dial. <laughs> whatever you know have your favorite candy at home or you know something you know not we're not advocating drinking okay no. that's not what we're advocating uh but I'll, i'm also an individual it's like look you want to have a glass of wine or a little bit of scotch or something at the end of the day Calm fine right. i'm not i'm not gonna oh you're gonna burn in hell no sorry that's not the way i no, don't fine. believe that um but i did notice there's an ad up here where they have alcohol delivery within an hour. There is a delivery service where you you go online, you order what you want, and they say within an hour, you got your booze at your doorstep. Is that a good idea? I think that's a COVID thing. I, I think that was illegal prior to COVID, right? Or they didn't I, deliver alcohol. Now know. they can. <laughs> but is that a I, good idea? I don't know. That's that's enterprise. Uh, so oh, hey, that's, now, yeah, look, yeah, as so. <laughs> far as the business model is concerned, I'm impressed because, oh, yeah, 
Um, I'm sure they're they're doing when, well. <laughs> when I lived when when we when I lived in in Lakeland, Florida, right? I I uh, got up early, and I think I I think I went to the grocery store, Publix, right? Hmm. Bright and early. And the Publix that I went to, they had a separate liquor store right next to the to the grocery store. There was a woman. Uh, they hadn't opened yet. There was a woman waiting outside the liquor store doorway with a grocery cart waiting. <laughs> and I was thinking, I bet there's going to be a heck of a party at her place later this <laughs> afternoon or this evening. Or she, well, let's just leave it at that, right? Her coping mechanism, but a grocery cart and you're waiting there before they open. Signs that you may have a problem. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, have some things prepared. Uh, That's a very good idea. That would be idea. my recommendation. Whatever is your coping, uh, you know, whatever calms you down. Mm-hmm. Um whether even if it's just like watching a movie or watching something that's going to completely take you off, take your mind off of what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, take a day off of work, do something, you know. Yeah, um, there's a the school system up here where we live. Uh, the schools were closed uh, for election day. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. schools closed. So a lot of it is because some of the schools are actually polling locations. That's true too. And yeah. so you know, I can understand what. You know, you don't want you don't want that confusion going on. So I, yeah. I got that. There is one other thing you can do now. If you are an individual that is a believer in God, um, just try it. Just be honest and say, God, I am angry. I am upset. I am fuming. I am, I am really, really upset. And ask God to give you some peace. Ask God to calm your heart. Um, I have done this and it works. Okay. Just, I'm just being honest with you. I'm blunt. There have been times when I've been really spooled up, very angry at a certain, certain person or circumstance to where I uh, wasn't thinking rationally. Now, I'm not talking violence, but maybe making decisions, <laughs> important decisions in an emotional state. Don't do that poop it on someone's yard sign or something like that, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, and um, I just took a minute and prayed and was honest. And, and it wasn't dear Lord, I come to you now. No, it was like, God, I'm just telling you right now, I am angry. I am upset. And I'm, I'm thinking about doing this, that, and the other thing, just, calm me and and help me to see things the way you want me to see them and it works it helps now if if you're somebody that's that's you know uh, you don't think you don't you're not a believer in god right whatever okay gotcha but what have you got to lose you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. give it a try and if it works Hey, you may have discovered something. And if it doesn't, God doesn't answer. Well, what have you lost? What, have you, what, what harm has it done? Nothing. You know, just give it a try. All right. Uh, so that's it. Holly, are you okay? Have we satisfied your need for political conversation this no, evening? No, I don't. I didn't want this at all, but it's fine. It wasn't that modest. bad. It's okay. We understand. You don't. <laughs> no. I, I had now, to Holly? go. 
No, I had to right. go to the dentist yesterday, and it was, you know, you can go to the dentist. It's not the best thing in the world. I compare it to this. It is all right. Well, Holly, if, you're, if your candidate wins, don't you dare get on the internet and gloat about it and, like, That's right. rub it in people's faces because they don't like that when no. that happens. What'd you have done at the dentist? Uh, cleaning? Well, that's not so bad. Not no, a little tar- got a little tartar off your teeth? Yes, I did. Thank Tartars. you. Mm-hmm. No, you floss? It, no. Huh? Do you floss? No, I do not. Oh, you got to floss. <laughs> I know. I've lost, I've lost two weeks after I get back to the dentist. Now, two weeks before I go. They never like know. go to the dentist There's and they're no working they on my teeth. And the dentist is like, when was the last time you floss? And I'm like, what are you asking me for? You were there. Floss? Yeah. <laughs> you flossed me last time I was in. Yeah. You were there. I mean, what do you mean? Going for a floss is not that big of a deal. I shouldn't be stressed I, out about that. It, is, it can be. Yes, that, I have a fear of den- – anyway, it's just a whole thing. So I compared that to this. I survived. It was all right. Yeah. My dentist puts that paper down underneath you, and mine is just soaking wet when I get up. That, you know, the, on the seat, to kind of keep it from – Why is it wet? Because you're sweating. Because <laughs> you're sweating sweat like a hog. Oh. Okay. My dentist does not put down a paper thing no. on the seat when I'm Have you been during about. COVID? Have you been during COVID? Yeah, I just went yesterday. Ours was uh, mine was covered in plastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't I don't know. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're going to a dentist and not a veterinarian? <laughs> oh, I have my clothes off there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just kidding. That's the right thing. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to go to your doctor and, and, you know, they say, all right, take off your pants and, you, you know, you remove your pants. Like, Doc, where should I hang them? And he's like, over there next to mine. That's, <laughs> oh. that's not what you want to hear. That's, yeah. that's not a, no, that's, that's a good sign you, might you want may to change need to see your, another your, doctor. Yeah, you might want to change your health care provider. I want to change. <laughs> if you like your doctor, you can keep it. Yeah. Um, all right, we're going to take off. Thank you very much for watching the program. This uh, ends the political part of our show. We probably will not talk politics again unless it's absolutely. Or healthcare. I don't know. We might jump into that. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but here's the thing. In the near future, we're going to start talking about the things that bother you, the things that are on your heart, maybe the things that are just kept you up at night, stressing, worrying a little bit. Sometimes it. it helps to talk it out, right? Maybe mm-hmm. you have an irrational fear of going to the dentist, mm-hmm. right? Maybe your dentist, I, I don't know, makes you sit on a paper pee pad for the No, it's not a pee pad. It's that thing. Dude, that? you know what I'm talking about. It's like that <laughs> roll of stuff that, that just covers sure your chair. Yeah. No, it's okay. We understand. Pee pad. <laughs> do you get a treat when you're done? It's a because, sweat pad. Uh-huh. But do they, yeah. do they give you a little treat when you're done? Dude? I wish. I wish. I'd go okay. more often. But anyway, start sending us those things. I have, uh, I have found several things that uh, after the first of the year, after the holidays are all over, we're going to jump into that with both feet. Uh, so the things that are on your heart, the things that are bothering you, like I said, maybe making you lose a little bit of sleep at night, send them to us and let's talk about it. Sometimes that helps. We'll laugh. We'll have a good time. We'll talk it through. We'll see if we can come to some answers. Uh, who knows what will happen? But that's what we're going to try. So send those uh, messages, emails to SethMilaMedia at gmail.com. Until then, thank you very much for joining us. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Take care, everybody. See you.